Craig's in, so how about we kick off? Happy for me to go to, through some of the work in progress and one or two questions about the the roadmap, if, unless there's anything other topics to start with. Great. It's time. Fantastic. So priorities, fortunately, haven't changed. Atomic swaps, step migration, V3, uh, and perhaps V2. Mark's not here. He's on a plane, so I'll take his update. Happy to say, uh, on behalf of everybody, merge suspension went really well. Um, apart from awkward late nights and early mornings for people, uh, it went really smoothly. So big thanks to, I think, DB and Caleb and, um, and Ale, who were the, the drivers behind that. 252 escrow liquidations, um, target release next week. Now that the merge is clear, 267, 268, so direct integration are in audit. And the request or kind of proposal from uh, CCs is that we'd like to freeze the V2X scope after that. Um, that does mean there are a couple of SIPs that would need to wait till V3. So this includes 272 of simulated liquidity and one or two others of the approved SIPs. Um, and the rationale behind that is that a lot of the implementation of some of those approved SIPs would be um, much easier in V3. So I don't know if we wanted to s- stop and talk about that. Um, unfortunately, Mark's not here. Um, or if we're happy to progress. Like, I think, like, 272 is essential, you know. The, the product will not work without 272 atomic swaps. So I want okay, to push back I... against the CCC on this. Okay, maybe I got my numbering wrong. I think there may, yeah, there might have been a miscommunication on, communication on that because yeah, I, we had not, uh, I didn't think we discovered 272 to V3. Oh, thank you. Sorry. Makes sense why one of the... Sorry for last year. Yeah, make, that's okay. It makes sense why the update and the, uh, the board are slightly different. Okay. Great, glad that I clarified that. Moving on, so that shouldn't change, but any of the, I think there were some other SIPs that will that will wait, but those are probably non-controversial then, is that fair to say? Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. I mean, with this, we're even kicking The main one was 256. Yeah, exactly. Like, we're wondering if, so ne- like, the current thought is it probably makes more sense given that there's an accelerated timeline for Probes V2, if we're going to build it in V2X at all, to build it on Probes V2, but we're not sure if it complicates, uh, you know, the migration process. If we have, like, we might not want to add this extra contract and issue her with all this extra logic just before V3 migration. So that one might make more sense to just to build it in V3. Um, so, like, that's an easier one to decide. But I think we're still waiting to see how Probes V2 goes. Cool. Are we gonna get Thanks, um I'd like a an update or a formal sip on perp V two? Is that in the plans for somebody? Yeah, I I, I think I said this just really just waited. Like we have a new new personnel who are on it and a new expedited version and it needs it just needs feasibility and the the main thing that they're working on now is making sure it can be migrated. Um, and at last I checked yesterday with Leo, they're hoping to finish that this week. So uh, I think it's just, to me, it just seems premature to put out a SIP before we're full, sure, fully sure of everything that can go in scope. There's basically three things I'm sure are going to go well, that I'd like to go in and that will fit. Um, but the others are pending Leo's, like, technical assessment. Okay, that's good. Yeah, that's pretty much the Perps V2 update is in that the work to make it upgradable um, is largely done um, and the small number of features uh, are started to be worked on. So as soon as those are scoped out, that'll be in a set. Maybe we could 
hustle the fifth for a sip next week. Who knows? Not to put any timelines on it. Um, but the main goal with Birds V2 is that we had, we have it out in, in weeks, not months, um, which we're quite happy with the, the new progress and the new pace of, uh, David and Leo. That covers Perps V2. V3. If there's no more questions on Perps V2, the good news on V3 is that SIP 300 through 307, the draft implementation is complete. So the auditors have started on 302 and 303, um, and migration is where a lot of their brain power is focused. Um, there are some, there have been some changes um, from the original SIPs, so those SIPs are being updated to reflect the code, and gas performance is looking really good. So overall, um, super impressive performance from the V3 team um, over the past couple of weeks that we're now thinking about how to do the migration and getting through it. Noah, did you want to add anything to V3? Um, yeah, I, I think that's a, a good summary. Um, yeah, I guess I'll, I'll just point out that like the the auditor, the discussion with the auditors is more around like a, it's more of a pre-review. Like we we still want to obviously finalize all the specifics and details with the Spartan Council and the community, but it's a lot of code, and so because we have some bandwidth from them to start getting their head around the the basics, that's that's what they're looking at now. Um, but yeah, outside of that, I'm I'm trying to get the SIPs up to date with the draft implementation right now. Um, I shared that uh, presentation earlier in the Spartan Council um, Spartan Council channel, um, and yeah, happy to address any questions or, or sort of talk through that. Uh, yeah, I think maybe talking through it might be good for folks who didn't have a chance to read it ahead of time. Maybe just a high level talk through it. Yeah, cool. I'll uh, I'll share the link again in the Gov Call chat in a second. Um, yeah, so I just dropped the link in the GovCall chat. I guess we can't do like a video share here, but um, yeah. So just I'll, I'll I'll go very quick, and the the slides are a little dense, so I'll just try to move through it fairly quickly. People can consume it at their own pace and ask questions. Um, yeah. So all right. So for the for uh, slide two, um, yeah. Fundamentally, we we start off with a. Um, uh, just a sort of a standard CDP, think uh, MakerDAO, liquidity, something along those lines. Um, conceptually, that's that's sort of where we start with SNX's collateral. Um, we're, we're calling the uh, stablecoin issued by the V3 system SNX USD, um, just to distinguish it from debt issued from the V2X system. Uh, discussing how we're going to handle this with the um, migration is uh, something we'll, we can get to in a little bit, but uh, that, that's what's being referenced there. Yeah, so then moving to the next slide, uh, we have, um, th th this is sort of the V2X architecture, uh, but sort of with V3 terminology here. Um, and in general, I think we should revisit a lot of the terminology in the V3 system. It might be a little confusing. I think I'm a little too close to it personally now to assess. But um, yeah, this sort of gives a sense of we, we, we have these collateralized debt positions or staking positions. Um, in the same debt pool as uh, what are effectively markets, perps markets, spot markets. We also in V2X have, um, you know, shorts, wrappers, loans, other things. Um, yeah. So, so th this is sort of, in a sense, like the baseline of like where we're where we're coming from. Um, cool. So next slide, uh, slide four here. Um, so hypothetically, we we wanted to construct the V3 system to accept different types of collateral. Uh, this is configurable um, by SCCP as it's set up right now. Um, so, uh, and it needs to be a system-wide configuration because uh, all of the collateral um, is going to collectively be backing the stablecoin no matter what. So we need to make sure, like, um, sort of for the health of the stablecoin, that, uh, yeah, pools are um, only admitting sort of high-quality high collateral. Um and the target and minimum C ratios are on a determined on a per collateral uh, basis. So like in general, uh, sort of less volatile collateral types would be able to have uh, lower target and minimum C ratios. Um, 
yeah, I'll, I'll, I won't get into liquidations here, but, um, I'll also emphasize that like, th- because this is configurable by, um, SCCP, I think initially we, we should probably just have SNX as collateral for the migration. So we're, th- there's a lot of moving pieces here, but the idea is we could just start with one pool with SNX in it, um, as we migrate and then sort of branch out, uh, piece by piece. Uh, okay. So slide five, um, we're, this is the rewards manager. I think this is SIP 304 right now. Um, maybe 305. Uh, and yeah, we've developed this, uh, sort of generic interface to allow, um, different types of rewards to come in through, uh, come into specific vaults within specific pools. So by default, uh, market performance would effectively be sort of as synthetics is structured currently. Um, like market performance can, can sort of, uh, generically, uh, sort of improve stakers C ratios. But if we want to be more specific in how fees, let's say, are being distributed, uh, they could be directed, even just parts of them could be directed through rewards managers to specific vaults or specific collateral types. Um, and yeah, any inflationary rewards could come through the rewards manager or, you know, we could get really creative with it. Uh, okay, so slide six, uh, this is discussing the market manager. I think it's a SIP 303, um, update pending. But, um, yeah, so this, in, in this example now, we're breaking the, the markets out of the, um, out of the pool and they sort of live on the other side of this market manager and sort of within the, the market manager and the pool logic. Um, that, that's where it gets a little more complicated and we got to work out all the details here, but basically like we'll have a system for deciding, uh, how much credit, um, and debt can sort of be delegated between the pools and the, and the markets. So, uh, the big upside here is that like, uh, well, better code encapsulation broadly, but, um, someone could hypothetically spin up their own sort of experimental market, set up their own pool to, to give it some initial liquidity to bootstrap it. Uh, and then. Yeah, it just it just makes the protocol generally more more composable. Um, even though, again, early on, I, I imagine the the you know core contributors will be uh, developing most of the markets um, to sort of yeah kick, kick things off. Um, yeah, so may, maybe I'll pause there. Um, it, you know, past this point in the presentation, there's some discussion of migration. Uh, there are things to work out with escrow cross chain. Um, but at least, uh, what's been covered so far is what we have the draft implementation of. And, um, yeah, the, at a high level, the idea for the migration or the first step of the migration is, um, that the V3 system can have a market that we're calling the legacy market that sort of appears to the V2X system as a staker. Uh, and then we can sort of move individual staking positions out of V2X. Uh, into the V3 system that's backing the legacy market. Uh, so all of the existing, um, since perps, everything can continue to be, uh, you know, fully backed or, you know, the, 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 um, sort of health of the V2X system can stay the same. Uh, we won't break any integrations and we can start moving the sort of staking side of things over. Uh, and then, yeah, that, down the line, we can roll out new markets and figure out a migration plan for that. For that side of it. If you were a kind of everyday member of the community, what would be the next kind of landmark you would be looking towards on the path towards V3? Yeah, so the I, I mean we're we're hoping to get a um, a you know fully functional version of the draft implementation on testnet, um, and that could happen within a month. Um, and then once we have the version on testnet and everyone's, you know, comfortable with it and it gets through audit, um, yeah, the next plan would be to deploy on mainnet with the, with the legacy market. And then we could start, uh, moving the sort of staking side of the protocol over to the system. Anything else in V3? Thank you, Noah. So, so when are we going to have the presentations for uh, the rest of uh, V3 scope? 
I believe last last we did this uh, liquidation and there was some work to be done on it. Yeah, I mean it's it's a little tricky because the whole the whole system sort of has to hang together and make sense. Uh, so doing it sort of um, piece by piece or voting on it piece by piece is a, is a little um, little little tricky. But I mean I think as early as next week I'll I'll definitely have 302 and 303 up to up to date by next Thursday. So. Um, if we wanted to get into the into those details next week and put it to a vote, um, I, I think that's realistic. I don't I don't know if other core contributors would rather um, put it off a little further, but um, yeah, I, I think I think that would be reasonable if we want to approach it like that. If it's constantly changing or it's open to adjustment, probably it's best to keep the vote till another day. But uh, what I'm saying is that maybe. Uh, we were taking off conversations in separate sessions on V3 and introducing them a uh, step-by-step basis. And um, it would be good to um, continue to have these sessions, I mean, as uh, updates go into these SIPs or if they're finalized or worked on. Yeah, it's... Oh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to chime in. I think before we formally present pools and markets again, we should have like some of the ancillary SIPs done, like, like wrappers and loans and how all of that is going to plug in. And so maybe we could do like a discussion on those and, and, and pools and markets and then kind of present those others. Like some standalone ones like migration that could probably be presented soon, right now? Or do you think not yet? Yeah, yeah, it could be. I, I mean, it's it's sort of, I guess the way that the SIPs are structured right now, at least the intention was to have them sort of modular and like uh, like building blocks in a way. But again, it's like the whole system needs to be coherent. So, I mean, if we're if we're comfortable with we, we, we could, yeah, I guess uh, present the migration plan um, and then, yeah, sort of separately formalize the specifics of what's being migrated to. Um, so. Yeah, I'm open to it. I mean, I think this sort of traditionally we're doing these sort of like SIPs are sort of like one-off upgrades to the protocol, and this sort of breaks that mold. So, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure procedurally what the best way to go is. Yeah, pro- probably another like discussion makes sense, not a formal SIP presentation uh, for some of the others, um, like some of the stuff that's discussed in this one. Uh, and then probably we all, we do need to discuss like how like wrappers and, and stuff will plug into markets. Um, so yeah, probably more discussions and like over the, maybe next week. And then maybe we could do some presentations the following week, like formal presentations. Yeah, that, that, that definitely works, works for me. Um, and yeah, I'm happy to also like, you know, process and feedback and sort of keep the conversation going async in the meantime. Thanks, Noah and all. No other updates on V3, the wrap-up of work in progress, the debt snapshot's been taken for the voting period, and the Ambassador Council SIP did pass from, from increasing the number of seats from three to five, but I think there was a, an ongoing discussion about whether that could be completed this, for this epoch. Um, Ali, did you want to ask that question? Yeah. It, it was, um, it was executed. We, we, we just had to make a small contract change. Um, the seat count, uh, couldn't be changed in the nomination period, which we're in, we're ending right now. Um, so we made a small change so we could change the seat count within the nomination pe- uh, period. We, we deployed the upgrade to the contract. So now you can, and we set the seat count for the ambassador council to five. So it's all done already. Amazing. That ability to change the seat count in the nomination period, is that a one-off or is that being left as an ability that could be? It's a, it's left as an ability because it's, I don't see a reason for you not being able to, to change it, um, in the nomination period. And that's probably when most people are going to want to change it, right? The initial idea was that you change all settings in the administration period, right? 
but in the administration period, no one's thinking about the elections. So this uh, one setting, we are allowed to change um, in the nominations period. For like permanently in all books. Does that apply to all councils? Yes. So, yeah, unless there's anything else, keep in mind that nominations uh, for the upcoming elections close uh, tomorrow and elections start on Saturday. So if you haven't nominated, uh, you should do so pretty quickly. Do any yeah, SD want to announce that they're not nominating themselves this time? Sorry, not, not sure if I got that, but yeah, I, I won't be running next epoch if that was what you were prepping the stage for. Taking a break. Eager to see, you know, who'd be. I know Boyan is back next epoch. That's exciting. Um, yeah, also, uh, sorry to jump in as well. Um, my original plan, uh, was, um, I, cause I think it's now been like five, um, epochs in a row or something like that for me. So my original plan, um, was to take a break from the council this epoch. But then obviously, you know, things were so chaotic with the market and whatever that uh, it just wasn't viable. I, I didn't feel comfortable um, doing that. So uh, my plan is to actually take a break next epoch and not run. Um, I want to uh, I want to sort of see what the council does without my um, constant uh, badgering for taking higher risks. Um, and yeah, um, sort of sit on the sidelines for a little bit and, and be an observer rather than directly participate. Um, so, yeah, that's that's my plan. So by next council, you mean the one that's in the next epoch or the one after? No, this epoch, like the, the one, okay. uh, yeah, um, October. The to, upcoming one, okay. October to December, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, anyway, I, that's, that's my plan. I'm, I'm, Pretty, I'm pretty confident that that's the right call. Um, but you're obviously open to feedback if anyone has any issues with that. I've talked to a few people. Um, people seem like it's just been, I think I've now at this point maybe been the longest consistent running council member or something like that. So, um, I just think it's not good to have the exact same people, um, running constantly. I think we should switch it up. So. Moving, if there's no other discussion on elections. Um, did we need to discuss synthetics Italy applying as a group, or did we work through that already? I mean, I think we came to the conclusion that as somebody could hide that they were a group anyway, we'll just have to kind of uh, step back and see how it goes. I'm not trans- sorry. It's like, is there an elaboration for for synthetics Italy? But that, but that is. So it's just noticed in the um, nominations um, that there was a self-proclaimed group of um, a, a group of people who were nominating themselves under one address. So the assumption being that they would participate. Uh, in voting ah. and calls 
through one of them, either one of them standing for all of them, or through switching around. It's it's not really very clear. Yeah, we we actually um, just to digress a bit. We we had a similar uh, discussion, I think, with framework kind of. I think we weren't clear if it's just Michael at a time or just framework, you know, running as, you know, as a whole. And I think it worked fine. So, like, from my point of view, and I know DeFi Italy is quite um, active uh, and participating, and I kind of assume it's the same people or, you know, person driving it. So I'm not sure, you know, what's the, the feedback anyone's looking for, but I'd say it's fine even if they run as a group. I mean, they still vote with one NFT, so, and I, and they probably have a. Rep- I don't imagine like a mass of Italians coming to the stage. I think they'll still have a singular person representing them on stage. My primary concern was the mass of Italians coming on stage. <laughs> Could be fun. Why not? You know, you you get for one stipend, you get more, more people partaking. So you know, maybe look look at it with you know from the bright side. All right, wrapping up the work in progress, uh, staking v2, the UI update coming along really well, a lot of the componentry is built and lots of under the hood improvements. Uh, I think some people have noticed the speed already. Um, there's still more to come for that, so keep a lookout for some news over the next couple of weeks for a new staking DAP that will be um, an evolution of what we have now and does apply to to V3 as well. And wrapping up, pooling team, um, we've been doing some infrastructure work um, on our testing um, and our testing frameworks as well as moving some of our infrastructure over to to Tenderly. So I think that's a wrap for the... I think that's a wrap for the work in progress. Were there any questions from the council on any of the work in progress? Otherwise, happy to hand over for the second half of the call. Could you elaborate just on the tenderly part? And sorry that I might have joined a bit late and haven't fully grasped it. Just curious because uh, they're a company here in Serbia and I'm quite close to them. So also curious if I can help in any case, if I understood correctly that there's something you're doing with tenderly. Uh, yeah, without going into too much detail, um, we use Tenderly quite a lot internally and we're looking to move some more of our infrastructure. Um, I think some of our keepers, we're exploring how we can move uh, keepers and a couple of other things um, onto Tenderly. For what it's worth, they're a very responsive uh, team and cool. really great to work with. So we're looking to see if we can uh, increase our robustness in terms of how our infrastructure is handled. Uh, and who has access to it, and Tenderly looks like it could be part of that solution. Yeah, awesome. I mean, I just wanted to offer, you know, if there's any help needed, but sounds like, yeah, you've got a good line to them, and thanks for elaborating. Yeah, no worries at all. So that's the juicy, uh, juicy updates on work in progress and what's coming up. Um, Happy to hand over to the council. Okay, so we have SCCP 234 sitting in draft, which is um, the question of how to respond to a miscalculation that resulted in L2 receiving twice the uh, inflation rewards, I think two weeks ago now. Um, at the expense of L1. So the SCCP that has been created um, proposes uh, reducing the amount to L2 over the course of three weeks um, by the, it would be one, each week would be reduced by one third of the misallocation and that amount would instead be sent to L1 for their emissions. Um, it's one of those things that it's a difficult decision, but I think it would be best if we come to a conclusion as soon as possible so that there's less ambiguity about what exactly is happening. 
Uh, do members of the Spartan Council have any preference regarding how to address this issue? Is there a reasoning behind the three weeks as opposed to like long a longer period of time? It's just the manual adjustment of it. Yeah, the, the three weeks was proposed by the CCs. Um, okay. So I guess turning to them to ask why they proposed three weeks would make sense. Happy, perhaps you can speak to them, or speak for them. <laughs> there, there, there was no reason, I would say, three weeks. It, it's flexible. Um, we just wanted uh, probably that like, you have to uh, decide between uh, rushing it, which could lead to uh, someone taking advantage of it, or like taking taking more time to finalize it. So it's a trade-off, and uh, it seems to be that uh, like 20 30 percent of the reward per week is not much of an incentive to move chains. So. But that's particularly, like, fundamentally, that's the reason. I mean, as long as you think that the amount is low enough that yeah. it isn't going to um, encourage people to move, obviously, like, one week isn't doable um, with the notice. But as long as you feel like three is sufficient, then that's fine. If you think it might be game, then I would maybe go a little bit longer. JVK, do you want me to invite you on stage to to say what you're saying in the GovCall chat? <laughs> Fair enough. I'm just curious, um, and I think it's you know pertaining to this uh, to this topic. Um, is there an ETA? And again, I apologize if that was mentioned about depth merge. And I do recall when Kane was presenting, you know, the killing of the the money printer, that there was this discussion that, like, I think his words were, or your words, Kane, were that if we don't have the debt merge in ten weeks, like, what are we even doing? So we're getting closer to that. So I'm just wondering if, you know, that guesstimate is still applicable, and it might be a way to also solve this issue here. Yeah, I, I don't have any more update on like the timing of the debt merge. Obviously, um, I would stick with <laughs> my uh, discomfort level, I guess, if we don't have it. Um, you know, whatever it would be now, seven weeks from now. Um, but I think you know, obviously, the CCs need to talk about prioritization, and, and you know, some other stuff has come up. Uh, um, so yeah, I, I don't, I don't have an estimate that would invalidate that, um, and and I still want to keep that level of pressure on i guess but um yeah nothing nothing really more to add i think you know the sooner we can get it done the better yeah i, I guess the question wasn't fully directed to you so but definitely thanks for elaborating so maybe cccs could you know give more so not here, I don't want to go into too much detail. Mark would be the one to be able to explain it, or I don't know if maybe Noah can, but we do have a version of debt migration that is code complete that was worked on while we were all together last week. Um, but I think, um, yeah, Mark will have to explain it and probably present it next week or something like that. Cool. Thanks. And maybe just to expand on that, part of the reason that the migration, um, like the migration is highly dependent on both the current state of V2 and the future state of V3. So as V3 is still, you know, slightly evolving, the migration plan has had to wait until V3 is sufficiently um, defined for that, for that. Yeah, got it. And, and thanks, you know. To, to both of you for answering. I, I guess the reason I was asking is like if we are talking about reducing rewards on L2 for like three weeks, but then five weeks from now we have the depth merge, kind of, I don't see much point to it. Like people will be changing, you know, from moving from L1 to L2. So you aren't even rewarding the people that have 
missed out. So yeah, just I'm not sure what's the the best solution here. So I'm I'm also probably going to vote yes on the solution to do it three weeks. But yeah, I think knowing when the depth merge might happen would kind of steer me towards yeah, what's the best plan here? Again, I, I would I would lean towards uh, not. Um, using resources for this sort of thing and try to use the CC's resources to try to reach V3 as soon as possible. Even though this is more, I think uh, we could take it into consideration that we're trying to accomplish something on a larger scale. That'll be my opinion. So so what's your suggestion? Like not, not doing anything to, or yeah, just... Do elaborate. What specific suggestion? Go ahead. Yeah, I, I mean, if 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 there, there's uh, like not a huge concern from the community, right? And the community that doesn't demand this uh, with a single strong voice, then I, I would suggest that we we try to use as little resources as possible to for V2X and and focus on moving to V3. So yes, ignoring it if the community would allow. I'm actually very happy with that. Like, I would have said the same, but I kind of feel I don't have much leverage in saying so, as I've made it clear I'm an L2 staker for a while. But, yeah, like, too much work when dev merch is around the corner. It's also where, where I'm kind of heading. So, happy with that as well. Uh, if it's helpful context, the, the draft implementation that we put together last week has um, it, there, there's a, a basically a function. Well, I mean, we'll need to talk about it, but there, there's a function where we can like voluntarily allow users to move from L1 to L2. And then we if we want to do a like a forced migration, um, there's like an option to run a script to, to do that uh, as well. So, um, yeah, there, there's some flexibility in, in the draft implementation with that if it's relevant to the conversation. Okay. So that's migration. Um, did we wrap up the conversation on... 235, SCCP 235, the resolution for the SNX inflation. So 234. Like, why can't we just do the three weeks thing and then stop talking about it? That would be my inclination too. Does anybody object to the three weeks thing? Yeah, I'm just trying to understand whether Ale was saying that the work behind that plan is too much for CCs, like the three weeks, or did I kind of misunderstand that? Uh, I think, well, I don't know. Ali, you could say what you're... I, I mean, it's I, not I, It's not too much, right? It's just, it's yes, just a exactly. question of, like, constant distractions, right? Like, there's a cost to, yeah. um, you know, switching. Um, I don't know. I, like, I, I tend to agree with this as well, right? Like, I think we've just, we get caught up in, like, fairly minor things that are distracting us from, you know, critical stuff that is getting closer and closer and is going to be hugely impactful. Like if something, you know, this kind of is the same approach that I've been saying for like three months now on almost anything V2X, like unless it's going to kill us, we should be trying to de-scope it and not do it and, and just put the resources in the right places. Like we've learned this lesson. We know how distracting it is to do almost any incremental thing. Um, even stuff that looks easy, you end up, you know, spending time on it. There's, it's just resource intensive. So I really think yeah. we should focus as much as possible. Yeah. And even if it's, uh, simple from, uh, the perspective of, of a code change, we, we have to go through a procedure with a, any system update that takes a lot of time, has to go through several stages. And that is why it, it's a distraction. And, and yeah, I would say let's try to to only do the things that we need to do so that we can uh, make this um, possible, the the migration to V3 as soon as possible. We kind of need it as as devs 
But again, if it's critical, we should do it. How about some compromise that is maybe just much smaller amount of work, just like one one week of a bigger inflation going to L1 and, and just call it, if that's something that's, you know, makes everyone happy. I support whatever resolves this in the quickest way that possible that is feasible, so sure. I mean, is anyone on L1 even complaining about this? Like, yes, I'm at least one person. Oh, <laughs> fuck off, honestly. Like, go You'll sell immediately like, if you don't rectify it. Uh, yeah, good luck. Go for it. Like, I think that's ridiculous. Maybe we let's want not, that. Let's not I give know. it to terrorists, honestly. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think, I don't know. I mean, like, sorry, I, I think the thing that I'm maybe missing, like, what was the magnitude? Like, what are we talking about in terms of, like, magnitude dollars-wise? I, I didn't actually see that um, that laid out. Uh, are we talking like million dollars here? Doubled for one week. So okay, so we're talking like someone the order of a million dollars total, or one point five million dollars total, or something like that. Maybe yeah. So in the one year, their APY would be fifty one percent instead of fifty two percent. Oh my god, like please. Like I agree with the fifth. Can we just fucking just shut this thing down? <laughs> like it's a joke. Like the cost in yeah, it's just not worth it, I think. Um you know what? If if Sam really wants to get it done, get on the council next time and write a sip and make it happen. Other than that, Sam can go fuck himself, seriously. Let's just do the one week thing. I mean, if 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 we're Instead of doing like instead of doing three weeks, maybe the compromise is just do it in one week. Like we're trying to prevent L1 stakers from being gamed. But if the only one objecting to it wants us to do it in one week, let's just do it in one week. I, I, yeah, Bird is right. Like probably a lot of like with the one week difference, it's probably not even worth it. Probably nobody will move. So like let's just fix it in one week and be done with it. If a bunch of people move and L1, you know, gets diluted a bit, like oh well, we tried. That's not gonna happen. Like, yeah, I agree. I think no one, no one's like the effort of, I mean, can you even do like this with the withdrawal delay? Like, I think one week kind of kills it. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in favor. If we have to do something, one week is probably fine. Um, although again, Ale, I would just kind of query like, is one week that much less effort than three weeks? Is it still overhead? Like where, where do we sit on that? In terms of overhead, it's the same. Doesn't change. Which is kind of my point, right? Like. Yeah. I, I mean, how wasn't this a, this a bigger deal? Because I'm reading the SCP just to make sure I, I understood it correctly. So it says that L1 stakers for one epoch got basically nothing. They got like 1000. Or, or am I reading it wrong there? Like, did they get nothing or did L2 stakers just get more? Because if the latter, then I think can really. No, they didn't get nothing. They got uh, just L2 got more than they yeah, were supposed to I mean, get. Then I'm pretty, you know, comfortable just saying let's not do anything. I I really misunderstood it because the yeah, I, I see now I understood it because the number is one thousand, but it's one thousand k. So I misread that. Um. So yeah, if that it's just L2 okay, yeah, has. I got that wrong as well. I mean, look, L2 has been getting more than they're supposed to be getting the entire time. Like, let's solve the problem by actually getting everyone on L2, and we can just add this nightmare for once and for all. So, I, I, I'm back to saying, don't fix it. We we had several discussions of fair distribution of uh, rewards on the two chains, and again, I think we should focus on on the bigger pictures, like not. Um, constantly trying to do something on V2X uh, because it's the right thing and try to see past that into B3. So I think this is another discussion of fair distribution of fees um, between the chains. So please, let's just 
pass it uh, for next week. If the community makes a lot of noise, we can consider it again. Otherwise, we just move on and focus on the on, on B3. I say we move on. Like I'm, I think it's good we clarified. Uh, and now I'm now I understand why no one was making drama out of this because L1 stakers didn't even notice. So I feel we made it a bigger thing than it is, and we should just move on and definitely get back. You know, being very focused on the depth merge. Very excited about that one. All right. Ten minutes left in our call. Sounds like we're happy to move on from this. One or two minor exceptions. Um, anything else we'd like to discuss for today? I don't think we have any SIPs being presented today, so the time is still open for a discussion. Or maybe we're going to finish up early today. Um, I just wanted to make one one point um, about uh, some things I've, I've observed over the last, like, maybe two weeks um, in, in a bunch of conversations with people, um, uh, both remotely and um, in New York while I've been here. Um, I really feel like, um, and this is even true at, at the um, conference that I spoke at on, uh, on Tuesday, I really feel like this, uh, you know, proof of stake or a four four roll up narrative is, is kind of gaining momentum. Um, you know, we're starting to see more liquidity go across. We're starting to see, um, more native projects launch. I think I've got like three of my, uh, mentorship projects are getting like pretty close to launch as well. Um, so, you know, all of the effort and, and time and everything that's gone into this. Um, to, to kind of build, uh, build this narrative and build this momentum. It is starting to pay off, which is another reason why I think that tapping into, um, you know, this idea of, uh, of migrating everything to optimism and, you know, having governance there, having staking there, um, even if it's a temporary thing while we work out what our, you know, multi-chain strategy is, um, will be really beneficial for the ecosystem and, and will be, you know, a good, um, uh, kind of you know, indicator that like synthetics is, is you know, continuing to really push this forward. So I think as important as it is, it's actually even more important for this like overall narrative, which is really coming together that, um, you know, the, the whole roll up centric thing is working. And, um, and yeah, I think we need to lean into that and, and, you know, really, uh, you know, get to a point. I mean, if we get four eight four four in, it's going to cost you something like one cent to claim. <laughs> each week right and and you know transactions are just going to be so cheap and it's it's just going to destroy the uh, alt l1 thesis completely so um i think it's it's important for us to like keep the not just the broader synthetics vision in mind but like the actual broader ethereum vision in mind and make sure that we're aligning with that and i, and I know we have been but um you know i think it's it's important to reinforce it that it is actually working and people are starting to take notice um it's going to take a bit of time but uh, i'm i'm more confident in it than I've ever been after the last couple of weeks, um, you know, especially post-merge. If I so may add hope, to that. There's your hopium um, injection for the, for the week. I, may I add a little uh, technical hopium injection? Um, so... The, the kind of energy I'm seeing in the, in the dev team for B3 is, is really impressive. So this is really happening. And I think if we allow it to happen, like if we, if we do what I'm constantly asking for, like not to, to distract the team, uh, or to distract the team as least as possible, only with things that are critical for the survival of the, of the product, of the protocol. Um, I think it's going to happen this year and 
a lot of things had to happen for for this to even be a possibility. Um, we we worked on the architecture, uh, the, the proxy architecture. It we, it it really worked well, and it's allowing the devs to fly through ideas that before would just be lost because of the complexity and the obstacles that uh, Solidity and the EVM impose. Um, and it's, it's we have a draft implementation. We have something that work works. We just need to polish some things, get it production ready, and it's practically ready to launch. And it's going to be a system that does what uh, V2 does, but it can do so much more, and it can be changed in uh, in and maintained with much less effort. So it it could be a, a really huge thing. So that's why I'm why I'm asking for us to uh, like have that vision. It could happen this year. It's very different from previous attempts from the CCs to ship the three. It's actually uh, the, the current um, team is actually going to ship this thing. Thanks, Ale. I appreciate it. I know you put a lot of work into making sure that this, uh, you know, momentum could, uh, could keep going alongside a lot of other people. Um, so yeah, I, I, I feel the same way. It's too close now to fuck around. Like we need to, we need to just really focus. Um, and I get it. I get it from the community perspective. You know, it's a little bit like perps. It was promised for so long. You think like, Oh, why am I waiting two weeks for this thing? That's really tangible that I want, you know, um, who cares if it's going to take months or, or years or whatever to actually see this. Um, but I think the reality is that like the momentum that we're seeing is very tangible and, and there is a direct opportunity cost for anything that's a distraction. Um, and so, yeah, we just need to be really focused and, and aligned as a community on, on what we're trying to achieve. So fully agree. So just before we end, I'm just going to take us back to the inflation print thing um, because there seems to be some confusion in GovCall chat. We're not deciding to do nothing per se, right? We're just picking the most expedient option. Is there consensus around that? I mean, I don't. I, I mean, I I I think it makes no difference really mathematically, but I don't like the precedent of like allowing a mistake to be made with without doing anything to to fix it. So like, I'm fine with just. Personally, if, if we just rectify it over one week, it doesn't really add much overhead as far as I know, because in accordance with the inflation dropping 5% every week, anyway, there's already manual intervention required on a weekly basis. So if we just change it for one week to undo last week, is there some rough consensus around that so Tara can rewrite the SCCP and we can vote on it? Does anybody oppose that? As long as the effort is, as long as there's no incremental effort above what what exists right now to to make the changes to the inflation, um, I I don't object. Although I will say this is another reason why um, I think getting to some level of consensus around uh, uh, the inflation reduction and kind of freezing what you know however, over however many weeks it is, if it's twenty weeks, fifteen, ten, whatever. Um, cause there is effort every single week for the engineers to, um, you know, have to recalculate the inflation. Um, so it is another reason I'm trying to get this done. So I know, and I know we're all kind of in a holding pattern waiting to see a few things materialize, but as soon as we do that, it will take away like a weekly distraction. And those weekly distractions are like actually super annoying. You can lose half a day like super easily just from messing around with this stuff. Yeah. That's, um, if we could lay out like a, like a reward schedule uh, that contemplates this without like shutting down a source just by altering the numbers. I think it, will, it could work with minimal effort. Yeah. Okay. So, so reworking the monetary policy, like that's a separate thing. We'll probably have another sip and fix it, but just on this one, like isolated instance, it doesn't really incrementally add much overhead. It's fine. We'll just rectify it in one week. There's no opposition to that, right? No. How will you rectify it? Huh? How 
Will you rectify it in one week? Just print double on L1 or what's the... I would prefer one that doesn't add to the supply. So maybe pull for, yeah. like, reduce L2 and, and, and add it to L1 for a week or whatever it takes to balance it in a way that doesn't, like, accelerate us faster in inflation is I mean, what I would do. To balance it in one week, you need to set L2 to zero, I think, and I'm not sure even that, you know, cuts it, cuts it just math-wise. Yeah, that that would be like shutting down uh, a rewards distribution, right, uh, and then turning it back on again. What I'm suggesting is that can we uh, slightly alter the inflation numbers so that they contemplate this, and we have like a like a pre-calculated schedule of what the inflation would be, and then uh, the CCs would only need to read from this the current entry and just put the number there. We do that every week when we reduce inflation. Sorry. So to be clear, basically what we're saying is like shift the um, percentage distribution between L1 and L2. Um, Slightly, uh, so that it rectifies it over over some period, but that we have a fixed, um, like a fixed schedule that everyone knows what it is. Is that what you're suggesting? That's what I'm proposing. Yes, uh, that would, that would imply like no uh, changing of the current rewards uh, targets, right? Uh, Got it. One of them is L2, and, and it's your number. Instead of making the cut. Instead of us making the calculation every week. Sorry? Uh, wouldn't that necessitate having um why? Yeah, why? Point? Because if if we're calculating inflation um with a future date in mind by which to judge the two comparatively, L one versus L two, it implies yeah, that there's a terminal which they're going to meet again. I think it's the correction fits uh, before that happens. I see. It's and so it's essentially the, the same thing as the SCCP currently, but over a longer period. Yeah. So that we don't have to turn off uh, a rewards distribution target and turn it back on later. We just, instead of doing the calculations uh, like 95% or whatever, uh, each week, we just go to this uh, document that specifies what the inflation should be and just load the number there. And it uh, incorporates the correction for this. Uh, I mean, that sounds like more overhead, but if you say it's not. I think that's a separate thing. That's like a normalizing monetary policy thing, but this is just a one-off. Like we can discuss that at a different time, but like we just need a quick solution for this. And if it's zeroing out L2 for a week so that the right amount goes back to L1, I, I think that's fine. I, I don't, I don't see any reason not to do that. I, I oppose that. I think you'd get much more negative PR if you zero out layer two. Uh, stakers then you know what happened with yeah i, I yeah I, I agree as well i like i'm kind of back to let's just leave it like show me show me yeah. the l1 stakers who care about this like legitimately like if like if the l1 stakers are really concerned about this um and and they're willing to try and push this through governance um, you know, most of the council members, uh, a significant portion of, uh, the, the voting power behind them is coming from L1 stakers, right? Um, I'm sure your constituents will be very happy to yell at you in your DMs if they're concerned about this. And I just think the reality is I don't care. Um, I haven't heard from any other, um, L1 whale who cares. Um, not, you know, a certain person notwithstanding. Um, so I just think like, you know, leave it like i get your point of it that like you know we shouldn't have problems that are all fixed um but like that it, you know it's, it's not in a vacuum right like i think uh i think if it's if it's not oh, a cut, meaningful thing out a bit. Yeah. oh sorry sorry um yeah i just think this is not in a vacuum right like it's not like oh let's fix it we, you know it, like there's a cost to fixing this and i think the cost is higher than 
than uh, what yeah. it what it actually does. Yeah, I think we've we've gone for also once express their opinion. Uh, uh, we don't expect to uh, reach consensus right live on this call. Right, yeah, we okay. should put in a vote, and that's why we have council. Yeah, put in a vote or, or come up with a new SP or SIP. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah, the only thing that this this like failing to pass this SECP doesn't actually conclude the situation unless I rewrite the SECP to in, imply that. Or I may just be being pedantic regarding the wording contained. People will happily move on should this fail and forget about the whole thing. That that level of English was beyond me, so sorry. I just don't want to worry yeah, like that. I'm ignoring you. <laughs> is it is it my the line or am I just being it, it was um, really no. cut out, uh just okay. speak layman English. I, what I was saying is if we vote no on this SECP, it doesn't conclude the issue that arose unless I make a change. People, <laughs> people, people may still say that the problem hasn't been solved. It's just one solution has been well, rejected. Yeah. If it does, then we, we just propose another solution that the council can approve. Yeah, but the, the point is, is if we do that, then it's just kicking this can down the road. And, and I think that's but, the but if, if, if we But if we do the opposite, we're trying to reach consensus on all the calls and we end up like uh, uh, like having like this awkward moments where we don't know okay. what, what to do. Like, how, how about a compromise here, right? Um, we have a SIP that's sitting there that we're waiting for. Uh, sorry, uh, you know, like we're we're sort of in a holding pattern on, right? Um, which is going to uh, change the inflation. Um, I would be open to, you know, maybe next week or whatever, um, when when we're comfortable to represent that SIP um, with some changes. I would be comfortable, um, you know, getting to a point where we incorporate into that SIP uh, this fix. Right. And, and, you know, we just, uh, shipped it just so that it's, it's part of that, um, change anyway, because we're going to need to make a change, have a schedule for the last 10 weeks, then it's finished. There's going to be work there. If we roll that work in, it probably is like pretty minimal incremental work. And we say, look, we will fix this, but we're not going to fix it now independently. We'll fix it when we actually have something that is worth fixing. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Do that. Um, Again, like 10 weeks from now, it won't be the same people you are, you know, rewarding back, but touching back. No, it will, it will be. Honestly, the, the, it's not going to be 10 weeks, first of all. It's going to be, you know, maybe like two or three weeks. Like I'll incorporate into the first change when we go from the current inflation down to, you know, whatever the, uh, the split inflation is, right? Um, and it will be because the, the, the people who are predominantly affected by this are absolutely not moving until debt merge is available, right? So like maybe there's a few people that move from L1 to L2 in the interim that don't, that miss out, but that's their call, right? They make it, make a decision if it's meaningful to them. It's not going to be meaningful to them. So it's probably not going to affect that decision. Um, but everyone else, all of the whales who are staying there, who this affects, right? Um, uh, can, you know, wait until the debt merge and, and it'll be fixed. I don't cool. love putting it in the inflation set because that sort of uh, creates a situation where a new set of counsel who haven't been determined or expressed opinions on the inflation reduction are, like, required to pass, like, a pretty... If, look, if it fails, in order to address the issue like that. Yeah, that, look, I, mean, I, I get it. I get it. But like, OK, let's say that we have a new council and the new council says absolutely not. We're keeping high inflation, let's say hypothetically. Right. OK, well, then we can we have high inflation. Then there's, there's no time limit on this. We can just go back and fix it. Right. As long as this fix is in place, I would say before debt migration. And even let's say it wasn't. 
right? Let's say debt migration is launched and there's some idiot who's still sitting around on L1 waiting to be compensated for this like minor amount of money that they lost. Like that's on them, right? Like they can make that, you know, we can't, we're not forcing people, right? To migrate. We're going to allow debt migration to be manual. So if you want to camp out on L1 until this problem gets fixed and you get your money back, like that's your call. So, like, I think if we can get it in, great. If for whatever reason that SIP doesn't pass, then we can have a follow-up fix later on. As long as it happens before debt migration, and even if it doesn't, I think it's it's pretty immaterial. Um, that's my final comment on this. I'm I'm done with this conversation. Yeah, it's been a lot, but mic drop. Fi- final thought from my end. I I want to vote on SIP two seventy six while. I'm in the council, so so the plan is next week, and then we put it to vote. And I actually want to vote yes, so I don't know. I feel like YOLO. Yeah, the plan is the plan is next week. The only thing that has been holding me back, I guess, really, has just been trying to get a little bit more confidence around atomic swaps and and you know how close some of these things are. Um, you know, uh, I know we we put we're you know the plan is to put some conditions in around you know what what needs to be yeah. met in order for it to to happen. Um, but I still, you know, I just would like a little bit more confidence and I feel like next week we'll be in a, in a place where we can get it done. Um, agreed. And this call and the latest development with uh, atomic swaps, uh, kind of gave me some confidence. So yeah, that's, uh, and I feel, Same. yeah, I feel this is, uh, I, I feel this is also like a motivational thing and I'm just saying I would vote yes on the money printer. So maybe leverage me while I'm here. So. Thanks for your <laughs> support. Who knows? I, I mean, look, the reality is so lie, obviously, right? So there's two people that are not going to be here on the council that are going to be replaced by two other people. So, you know, um, yeah, we don't want to lame duck council and, and miss our chance to end inflation. So let's do it. What a beautiful way to wrap this call up. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, everyone. Thanks. Nice presentations today. Appreciate your time Thanks. and your vocal opinions. Happy Merge Have a great day. day. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Thank you.